Hello, hello, hello. Call me an anti, I guess. This is Shit Larry Say. So, um, welcome to this special concert review episode of Shit Larry Say, uh, wherein SLS goes to a Louis Tomlinson concert and then uh, dishes with Back to Louis. Hello! Um, so we decided that I would kind of just talk about my experience at the concert and, um, Back to Louie has a a list of questions she wants to make sure that, uh, we address, so those will crop up as they're relevant. Uh, so first of all, we had very shitty weather as we were, uh, as showtime approached. We actually, um, a lot of the area schools canceled for the Friday after, which was great because I'm a teacher and I was not looking forward to not getting very much sleep and then having to go to work. So, um, I arrived there on this high note of, oh my God, I don't have work tomorrow. This is great. Uh, and so it was just above freezing and it was drizzling, drizzle rain while we were waiting outside to get in. Um, and I've never been to the venue before. It was at Bayou Music Center or something to that effect, up in the theater district. Usually, um, I'm going to shows down in the s- southern or eastern part of downtown. Um, they're the bigger venues. Um, but this venue was like a larger club venue, I would say. I don't know what capacity was, but... Um, like, when I was thinking about, like, well, is this a venue I've ever been to before? And they just changed the name because that happened so often. I was wondering if it was the Meridian, uh, the size of the Meridian, and it was a little bit bigger. So not as big as Verizon Wireless or whatever it's called now. <laughs> um, but smaller than the Meridian. And there is seating in a balcony area, um, and but most of the tickets are general admission. Um, and... Uh, me being short, I didn't have, and I did not line up early, so I wasn't, like, in the first rows to the stage. I was definitely in the back with the parents, um, which is generally where I want to be is with the other adults. Uh, and that's another right. thing. This this show skewed pretty young. And I went to six Harry shows in the fall yeah. in different places, but comparing it just to the Houston Harry show I went to, um, I would say that that show was more weighted towards college kids, whereas this one felt pretty high school. Like, when I'm looking at... Yeah. I was kind of surprised. Um, There's definitely the fans who were, like, One Direction fans, and, like, in their mid-20s, or, you know, they had alcohol, so I knew they were over 21. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was... They just, everybody looked really young. And I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of age of high schoolers because I teach them. (laughs) So if they look really young to me, then generally I'm assuming they're in high school. Um, Because I teach seniors now. And um, I'm used to teaching, like, technically they're adults, but um, they're still kids, really. Uh, So that was the other thing that was, like, really kind of surprising to me. There's two girls behind me in line, um, and they were in high school. I picked this up from listening to their conversation, and then I was, like, kind of momming them a little bit because they'd never been in GA before, 
and they were like concerned that we were in the wrong part of the line and so I like went and you know checked to make sure we're in the right line and everything and um they're real cute but also yeah high schoolers (laughs) yeah that that was one of my questions was like what was the age spread kind of thing so that and gender spread I guess while I'm here probably evidently 95% girls yeah. And the boys that were there, it read very much like boyfriends of the girls. Okay. Um, because they yeah. were there with a girl. Um, it wasn't like this was the guy bestie. Uh, it felt like couples. And there weren't yeah. a whole lot. Um, yeah. A lot. Not very many. There were some dads there. And I'm right. kind of yeah. not counting them in the gender spread there because they're kind of like outside of the scope of... <laughs> like fans um but there were some dads there uh the opening band sunroom their manager's mom like made them breakfast burritos that morning and she was there and i think i was standing near her toward the end of their set because here's this older white lady and all of the band members are white here's this older white lady singing along to songs by the sunroom. So it's like, I feel like that must be the manager's mom. Um, so, and there was a man there with her. So I thought that might be the manager's dad. Um, but other than that, there's a handful of parents kind of sprinkled around to the edges and even like against the walls. Um, there's some parents were like, into the music or like into the concert experience while others were clearly just there to be like chaperone kind of thing yeah and just if i can interject um you had mentioned something about fans of color yeah yeah i i don't know why this surprised me i shouldn't have been surprised but i guess um you know i didn't see any fans of color outside but i was in like this weird little mushy snake line area uh, it was also cold. I'm trying, like, not to get my face in the wind. Um, but when I got in there, I noticed, like, there's this group of four black women standing together. And then I did a lot of moving around the outside edge from stage left to right and center and back and forth throughout the show, um, trying to get different angles for pictures and stuff. And I noticed other little groups um, of of black fans. Uh, there was... Women, not not high school students yeah women um there's a couple who looked younger but um others looked more like in college or older and so I won they may have been like one direction fans too but I was pleased with like you know this being a smaller concert than a Harry concert but um that representation was higher and um it was nice to see yeah yeah I don't I don't know how I feel about it either like you talked about being surprised and not necessarily knowing why I just I don't know what to expect I gen- I don't know like there's no from where I am there's no way to feel out mm-hmm. who, who is what um yeah so it's just sort of like oh that's the thing I, I don't know what I expected but it's nice to see so good <laughs> you know I guess when I go out because you know where I teach um I'm typically one of three white people who enter my classroom every day So I'm used to being in the extreme minority, like, race-wise. And so when I go out to a concert, I usually get, like, this, whoa, this is weird, because I just see more white people than I'm used to seeing on a daily basis. And so I I think I probably had that mindset going there. Although 
um, one of the girls behind me in line was white and the other was uh, um, not. But I go there expecting to see a lot of white girls. And so right. to see like groups of girls who weren't white and women who weren't white was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, so my, my own background just really quickly is I'm very used to being like the, the black friend, like the black coworker, the black classmate where I've always grown up and lived and where I work, I'm the only black person at my firm, um, et cetera. So in terms of expectations, if I walk into a place and there's like a bunch of black people, it's not that I'm like, where have I walked into? But it's just sort of like, oh, wow. Oh, hey, you're all here. Cool. <laughs> um, and, um, but I think just one thing is interesting is you mentioned that they were in groups together. So it wasn't like there was mixed groups where there was like a black girl and a bunch of white girls. It was yeah. black women who knew each other and that's that can vary right you mm -hmm. sometimes like I'm usually the black friend and I'm not usually in the group of other black girls so even that is something that I I think of as notable because like they knew each other so where did they come kind of come from I almost want to know but yeah yeah that that was it's like man if this were a nice day like in the summer and I had been like you know what I'm gonna go line up early and kind of see what's going on like, that would be a group that I would have wanted to approach in line and just, like, strike up a chat with. Um, right. Because I'm a very friendly, like, line person. I like to, like, ask people, you know, where do you come from? You know, what are you excited to see? Um, just because I like to... As much as I like being at a concert, I like watching other fans enjoy themselves so thoroughly as well. Um, and so, like, knowing going in that, oh, this person I talked to in line you know, they can't wait to hear this particular song. I hope that they, they're enjoying it, that kind of thing. Um, but as it was, <clears throat> it was miserable <laughs> outside. Yeah, sure, right. um, and the other thing is, because I hadn't lined up early, I wasn't in, you know, the very hardcore dedicated fans who were in the front and middle of GA. And right. neither were these fans of color that I spotted. Because I wouldn't have been able to see them any closer in and so like you know there are some conclusions we can draw from that mm -hmm. and that is that you know at least with these fans in the back okay maybe they have a job or they didn't want to wait out in the cold or you know whatever the reason is but they weren't the ones who were the like the hardcore fans who showed up early and stood in the rain all day right yeah which that was a different group that we'll talk about um, uh, getting onto the show itself, um, he was not in top form vocally. He said that he wasn't feeling a hundred percent, um, energy wise, uh, like just, you know, the last concerts I've been to were all Harry Styles concerts, which is a very different experience. There's a different type of energy there. Um, you know, I am a bigger fan of Harry's music than I am of Louis's music, although I think Louis's music is fun and it's entertaining. Um, what? This is entirely new information. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. um, but, like, the concert itself, because it wasn't in the round, uh, just has a very different energy. I think he did... I would say probably best on the songs, like the One Direction songs, like energy wise. And I think that has a lot to do with comfort and having performed them before. I sure, played sure. Um, Drag Me Down, Little Black Dress, which I take or leave that song. Like, 
one, dude. And then um, Through the Dark, which was a lot of fun, and that's one of my favorite 1D songs. And so... I love all time. Yeah. And, I, I mess about that song. Yeah. It's a, and it's fun live. I think that that song also works well with his, um, his vocal range. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so it's it's fun to watch him perform that. And then, um, but he's not as, like, he moves from one part of the stage to the other, but he does spend a lot of time front and center with the, center with the mic on the stand. And perhaps mm-hmm. as he gets more comfortable as the tour goes on, um, right. we'll see more taking the mic off the stand and, you know, putting more physical, like, I don't, I don't want to say effort, but... Mm-hmm more physicality into the performance um but overall it was a it was a good concert i enjoyed it um he was a bit pitchy but i feel like he kind of is live anyway i didn't really hold that against him and the fans yeah the fans uh enjoyed the show and his he doesn't do like traditional banter it's mostly like you fans are the fucking best like over and over again like he says it a lot and I don't think he it doesn't sound like canned like I think the reason he says it a lot is because he feels that appreciation for the fans at the show a lot and vocalizes it um it's sweet um but by the end of it I was kind of like I get it Louis I get it (laughs) and he did stop the show twice for fans in distress the first time was almost all the way through walls. It was right before the um, before the bridge, and so they decided to just play the song over again. Um, but yeah, he he mentioned also at the end of that, he's like, "Okay, anybody else in the first ten rows that I can see, do you need anything? Are you good?" So he did tell us where the <laughs> where the limit of his visibility from the stage was, which was about ten rows back. Um, so um, I do. Yeah, obviously the Astro World tragedy happened in Houston with fans who are in distress and Travis Scott not stopping the show and all of that. And um, so not that I would expect Lou to do otherwise, but I think at a show in Houston, it was particularly nice to see someone just say, okay, guys, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop. And then, you know, make sure that the fan who was in distress was taken care of. Right. Um, so that was, that was nice to see. And I guess, so like a guy like Travis Scott, I guess he doesn't want to stop the show to like ruin the vibe, but it's like, I mean. A bunch of deaths ruins the vibe. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then also like once the show gets going again, it's like, it's like nothing ever happened, you know? Yeah. So just stop. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, oh, and the, so I guess you've, you're going to have questions about the visibility of the conspiracy theorists. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, actually, my first question, other than fans of color, um, was what was like kind of the mask vibe, the, the, the COVID, high COVID theater? Okay. So, you know, Harris County is trending downward in number of COVID cases we're definitely still in the omicron you know variant stage here and because of our governor that fucking idiot greg abbott no entity can require masks so 
Um, to enter the show, you had to show either proof of vaccination and be two weeks out past the final shot in the series, or a negative COVID test from the last 72 hours. And they also, the venue provided for $40, you could get a rapid test done there on site. Uh, so if you didn't have a PCR from the last 72 hours, that was available to get done there. And you could like book a um, book an appointment. And I had checked ahead of time, not that I needed it, but just to see how many were available. Yeah. And they had like 25 um, available per 30 minute slot starting at 6 p.m. and going to 8.30 p.m. And so there was def I don't, you know, this was two days before the show. Um, mm -hmm. They weren't booked up for that. So if people needed that, that was available for them. Um, the girls I was with in the line, they had masks on. We were, I was wearing a just a surgical mask outdoors because we're outdoors. But once we got inside, I converted to my 3M Aura N95. And I would say that out of every four people, one person was wearing a mask. Yeah. And outside, there was a couple of KN95s that I saw, but mostly it was a surgical mask, which are ineffective for yeah. um, Omicron variant. So, yeah. um, you know, if someone there had Omicron and didn't know it, that was definitely a potential super spreader event. Right. <laughs> like, I was, yeah. you know... For the Harry shows, he couldn't require it, it's recommended, but prior to the show, a couple of times they'd play an audio recording of him thanking everybody for coming out and being safe and wearing their mask and, and all of that. And there wasn't anything like that with Louis. And the way that he has been behaving on tour so far, um, it doesn't seem as though COVID is a very big concern to him. Um, yeah. just as far as offering his water to a fan in distress, right. like, thanks, but also, yo, <laughs> we're in a pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's probably okay. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I didn't have high quality, well-fitting masks, I mm -hmm. don't know if I would have been able to go. Um, because right. my goal is to not get COVID and I haven't gotten it so right. far, so Right. Um, and just, yeah. you know, for listeners, because you already know, but I had bought tickets to a show um, that should be in two weeks, and I have opted not to go. Um, I just, first of all, the weather's crummy, and it's not mm -hmm. in my my personal neck of the woods, so yeah. it's a little bit of travel, which I wouldn't mind doing under ideal circumstances, but um, I definitely don't feel comfortable being in an arena situation, um, even masked, just... Uh, just feeling like the mask is really the only thing keeping me yeah. uh, safe isn't something that I super feel great about to do on a weeknight, not in my town, right. in this crummy weather. So I have opted not to. But I And I'm sad about it because I really would like to see Louis live, but not that badly. So that's just my position. And I'm not yeah. judging anybody else who wants to go at all. You got to take care of yourself and make your own decisions. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad that you went and had a good time. But that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it's also helpful for me because I do live alone, and so yeah. my only responsibility is to myself. And that's right. so if I take a risk, the only person I am like possibly affecting is myself, um, because right. I do wear right. an N95 at work and I have some filtration systems set up in the classroom so that I am not. Um, 
exposing any kids. And I do a, a rapid test Sunday mornings and Wednesday mornings. So I am testing myself twice a week as well. Um, but if I were living with somebody else, then that would have definitely had to ans answer into the calculus. Um, yeah, and I do do live with my husband who does have to work with the public, and I mostly work from home hybrid situation, but I do work with like government people who are varying levels of compliance. And so mm -hmm. I do my best for myself. So that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've discussed prior to this that, and based on, you know, posts by Larry's themselves, that you could count on someone showing up to a Louis Tomlinson show with a pride flag as being a conspiracy theorist. Um, you couldn't count on that at a Harry show for various reasons. Um, yeah. but for Louis, I mean, there's really like, if I were an outsider coming into yeah. that show and I tried to like take on this like mindset as well, like mm -hmm. what would I be expecting to see and what would I be surprised by? And the first kind of like notice I had of any pride paraphernalia is there was a group of women and girls near me i say women because one of them definitely had alcohol uh mm -hmm. she was like drinking that beer down very quickly like i was like oh. um but <laughs> girls who were definitely high schoolers who had little little pride flags that were small enough that it was basically a a, a toothpick was the little you know stick, stick yeah. yeah so they're really small and they were like taking photos of the flag, like, with the stage behind, because he had his, like, X'd out smiley face state, like, back there, and, like, of themselves with this tiny little flag. I don't know where they came from. I wasn't approached by anybody in the line to hold anything. Um, okay. So I didn't have the opportunity to play dumb and say, what is this about? Like, why, what, what <laughs> you know? Because um, I was, although I was wearing my Just Hold On t-shirt, I had a Vardagen um, hoodie on over it, so I was basically incognito as, a, you know. And then the only, I saw one little, like, mini, not tiny, but mini pride flag being raised up throughout the concert, just, like, held up. Um, but just one in like the whole, and I'm only talking about the general admission. I didn't really look up to the, the seats. Um, but then during only the brave, the front and middle area had a bunch of those flags held up, uh, which was a, a Larry project there to hold that sign, yeah. um, or hold that up during that song. And I did, I took a brief video of that with like the the front and then kind of like I like scanned out in the further back part of the the crowd but in the back areas there was none of that uh, so you know the ones who had camped out in the cold rain and right. so therefore were in the front and center um, were conspiracy theorists <laughs> right I feel pretty confident in making that assessment of course there's gonna right. be people in there who aren't but that's where the Larrys were. There was right. another group on the far side of the um, arena or the the floor area. They were kind of seated 
um, on the very extreme edge, which is also where I like to go to take pictures because it's a little, you get a better, a better shot than being like front and center, you know? And they seem to me to be conspiracy theorists as well, based on clothing and age as well. These were older, older fans. Mm, okay. um, yeah, like not high school, um, mm -hmm. more my age and older. And weren't, and were clearly not there with a child or a, a teen. Um, they were there by themselves or with a friend of the same age. Lighting. Oh, um. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so after the sunroom finished, the venue lights, like not over the stage, but over the floor and everything, turned to blue and green. Um, and there was a cheer I don't know. I think part of that was definitely the Larrys, but are also part of it can be, um, oh my God, Louis is going to be coming on soon. Like right, it means the venue's getting ready. Yeah, like a, yeah. when the lights go down, there's a cheer, um, that kind of thing. Um, and <clears throat> during the show, because you had told me that you're going to ask this question, so I was paying particular attention to lighting, and I do. Yes during Harry's shows too, because some lights are easier to take pictures in than others. <laughs> and um, what, Louis' lights were all warm colors. So red and orange played a big role specifically. Uh, in some songs, I think some of the covers, there it was more white light, but- uh, and as, we, as we know, red and yellow are Zane's and, uh, Zane's and Liam's colors. So oh, right. clearly, Zelo confirmed, right? Right, of course. Sorry. Um, but there were, so, you know, I'm watching all these songs where there's red light and the, in this last tour, that wasn't really the case with Harry, only medicine on this first arena tour had red light. And then there is this per orange, particularly orange color that as I was like taking photos, I was brought back to like editing photos that I'd taken of Harry during the arena tour during Kiwi. So there were some parts of Kiwi that had that orange color. But other than that, <laughs> orange and red, <laughs> um, in those two specific instances from 2018, um, I didn't notice any, there's absolutely no stylistic similarities between Harry's concerts and Louis, like just straight up. Um, okay. And Louis' band, I mean, they're good, I guess, but they're not... They're tour musicians, you know, right. it, whereas with Harry, some of his, um, he has more interaction with his bandmates and mm -hmm. they seem more like part of creating the music. Um, okay. whereas with Louis, it was like, oh, this is Louis Tomlinson and the guy's playing the music behind him. Uh, right. so it was very much, very Louis centered. So, so there, so there was mention of both blue green lights and you know what what I mentioned um, as Harry lighting. Somebody said, "Oh, we had Harry lighting during moments that were uh, the, the songs that are clearly about Harry." So that's what. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start with that because, I mean, it seems like the songs are clearly about Eleanor, all of them. Right. So, like, what do they mean as being right. clearly about Harry? And yeah. I mean, just. That he had lights? Maybe that's Harry. 
I mean, the, the standard is so low for them. It so is. the bar is very, very low. Um, I did, I did have a question. So some people, I guess, were complaining. I don't know that you would be able to see this from a hmm. fan from a in the crowd vantage point, but some people were saying that there were people who didn't seem to know any lyrics to um, to his songs, except for you know maybe a couple very pointed ones that Larry's have called out. Um, like maybe like, I don't know, like are they TikTok Larry's who just ha haven't actually listened to his music and are a mm. fan of him through the conspiracy theory and don't actually know the music, but would you, would I, you even have any insight to that? I don't know because, well, if you're wearing a mask, no one can tell if you know the words. That's FYI. true. Which I'll tell you, that's kind of nice. I'll be honest. Confession time. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics to all of Harry's songs. I'm not really like a lyrics person. Like the right. songs I've heard over and over and over again because they're on the radio or they're my favorite, I do know the lyrics too. But like the title track from Fine Line, mm -hmm. I don't fucking know the words at all. <laughs> so yeah, it is kind of the what constitutes a true fan. Is it someone who waits out, waits, you mm -hmm. know, in line in the freezing rain for hours to get to be up front and center? Um, or, you know, someone who bought a ticket, because that's an investment right there. Right, um, yeah. I, I fully agree with you. Um, just, I know that that was, that was a thing that some people were complaining about, saying that, you know, there are people who don't even know the lyrics, and I think that they were calling out particular Larrys for it, like, oh, you, you know, you were only there for the fulfillment of this conspiracy theory, which may or may not be true. Yeah. Um, I didn't think you'd be able to tell that necessarily unless you were looking for that, in which case I'm also kind of like, how do you know who knows the lyrics? Like, why aren't you just watching the show? But <laughs> Yeah, and some um, people don't sing along even if they do know all the words. They don't want right. to sing along. Right. <laughs> you know? Especially if they're recording, they may not be yeah. singing, because they don't want their right. voice on their recording. Because um, right. you can hear that person the best, and it, it's hard to sing on key <laughs> at a concert. Yeah. Um like, you're performing for the audience is, yeah. for the audience is going to be watching your stream or what yeah i i did have the only time in my life that i've had that feeling of why are you even here was i guess the last time i went to a mountain goats concert and there was this guy there who was like really kind of like into the music he wasn't saying singing any of the songs which was fine but then they played no children which is by far their most famous song and he didn't even know the words to that one and i was like bro what? Like, I'm interested in how you got here, you know? Like, what? Did you just wander in? Do you just go to every show at this venue? Did your girlfriend bring you? Like, what happened here? Like, how do you not know this song? You, like, came to the Mountain Goats and you don't know no children? Like, um, but I didn't have that kind of feeling about anybody at this show. Um, yeah, I mean... Most people who weren't, that didn't know the lyrics, they seem to be parents, you know? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, oh, and my other, I kind of only one I have left is, uh, did you see the hooded figure? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, there is nobody there who is sus, so. <laughs> um I kind of thought that Larry's would make a bigger deal of Louis starting his tour on Harry's birthday, but I didn't really see anything like that. Um, I guess not in a couple of blogs that I scrolled through. 
since the Dallas show was on his birthday. I also think it's strange that, I mean, I guess it's just how things got rescheduled, but, like, he started the tour with three shows in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> like, of all places, Texas? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean... I think- I think they were willing to make a bigger deal about it if he did something like that. I mean, that which obviously right. he wasn't going to do, but they wanted yeah. their, you know, the, the, the Larry's that we look at are a, a less delusional about he's definitely going to do something because it's Harry's birthday. Yeah. Um, and you see, you saw, we would see that on Twitter is people being like, this, he, he's absolutely going to do X, Y, Z today. It's going to be amazing. And then they just don't. Yeah. at all yeah. because it's Twitter and everyone's forgotten so I mean here are some things that Louis didn't do he didn't reach for any pride flag mm-hmm. um as far as like putting on my I am watching this show from a let's say I wandered in off the street vibe mm-hmm. like yeah there's a show I heard that name before cause you know One Direction or whatever it's all these, like, girls in shorts when it's freezing outside. What's going on here? Um, there wasn't acknowledgement from him on the stage to any group other than just saying, you fans are amazing. And that's addressed to everybody in the room, you know. Um, there couldn't be any specific Larry interpretation, like, that he was specifically calling them out at any point. Except um, unless you believe that every fan there was a Larry. Right, unless you believe that, which was not the case, like, at all. I mean, it can't be, because I was there. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, But, you know. You hear that, Larry's? He loves, should Larry say, specifically. Specifically, yes. I was you there. Every individual one of you, and that means her, too. Yeah. Sorry, guys, <laughs> you gotta live with it. Um, again, he's already said that the people who believe that he's not a father are not his real fans, so. Yes. He might only have been talking to me at that show. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I'm glad I went. Um, it was an interesting experience. Uh, you know, nice to go to a different concert, different vibe. Um, it was really fucking cold, though. Um, I guess I have, um, what would your advice be to mm -hmm. someone like myself who is a fan of Louis, not a tin hat and is potentially trepidatious about going because they're not sure what the Larry vibe is Mm. going to be? Great question. Um, go if you feel COVID safe in going, um, because ultimately they're embarrassed to reveal themselves as Larry's. They're not wearing clothes that are like, I'm a Larry, or that sort of thing. You're gonna see people wearing Harry Styles merch. Mm -hmm. Honestly, a good proportion of that is because they're also Harry fans because they're One Direction fans, you know? Mm -hmm. And the tickets to this concert, honestly, I don't remember how much they cost because it was two years ago I bought them. They are cheaper, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So, there's going to be more 1D fans who are like, oh yeah, let's go see Louie if they're casual because it's cheaper, easier to get to, that kind of thing. Um, and so you could be standing in line next to Larry's and you're never going to know because they're not going to be talking about it. You could mm-hmm. be in a group of people at the show who are Larry's and they're, you're not going to know because they're not going to talk about it. 
um, because they don't want to be public about that unless it's with other Larrys. And so if they right. don't know you, they're going to keep their mouths shut about it. I was... So would you say they're about as loud about it as they think Louis, as Louis is about being... <laughs> yeah, as Louis actually is, yeah. Yeah. And the only time that they really, like, showed themselves in force was during Only the Brave, which is a very short song. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Louis's not going to be a dick about that. Right. Um, he's not going to see them holding up the flag as, oh, these are definitely the conspiracy theorists. I shouldn't give them any, you know. He's going to, I would assume he'd be a little bit like, why the fuck are they hold Okay. That's what they want to do? Like, cool? You know? Um... But oh, the song's over. Anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I the girls in the beginning of where I was standing who had the little cocktail gay pride flags, if they hadn't been so young, the ones right next to me, um, I would have asked, hey, what's up with these flags? You know, and kind of play dumb about it just mm -hmm. to see what they would say. But they, they were high schoolers. And so mm -hmm. I wasn't going to make them feel uncomfortable having like an right. actual adult approach them about something. So, right. you know, mm -hmm. if, if, if there is uh, someone who's not a conspiracy theorist going to a Louis show and that opportunity presents itself and you feel comfortable asking, do ask. Cause I am curious what the response would be, you know? Yeah. Like, would they say, Oh, it's because Louis gay. And then you'd reply with, well, he has a kid and he's isn't he still dating Eleanor and just being very like dubious about it yeah and just see how much they're willing to like double down on it but like when you interview these negative 48 people out in Dallas these QAnon people mm -hmm. and you try to get them to say that they believe that JFK Jr. is coming back and also JFK is coming they don't get specific <laughs> because they know right. it sounds crazy yeah. Uh, and so, um, uh, Larry's know that as well. Like in, and this is what I told that mom in DC in 2018, 99% of the people in this room don't know that this is a thing that's happening, that there are these conspiracy yeah. theorists and that there are a group of us like pushing back against them. A higher percentage of people at that concert knew about that. Um, yeah. but they're not going to be open about it because they know it's embarrassing yeah and their parents there <laughs> well i'd be i'd be wondering if they would go with the like oh this is just you know to show support for you know queer fans here yeah i don't yeah that would be the easy thing to do but i would i mean i had a prepper i had a statement prepared for that which would be are should we should us queer fans not feel safe here? Like, is he yeah. is he a bigot or something? Like, yeah. why is this a necessity? Like, I wouldn't even... It wouldn't come to my mind going to a Mountain Goats concert to yeah. bring a pride flag to it. Because... Yeah, like, is there... Oh, wait, is there... Should, is there something I should be aware of? What? Right. Well, I, I felt... I'm queer, and I felt... I didn't even think about that. What, what am I afraid of? What's going on? <laughs> right. And, like, though... John Darnielle of the Mountain Goats is very outspoken leftist in his politics. Mm -hmm. None of his songs are about queer people. He's not queer. Um, and But I feel fine there as a queer fan. 
And I would never yes. think to bring a gay pride flag to show that this is a safe space for queer fans, right. you know? Because it's like, well, it's understood that it is. It's not like yeah. we're going to see that rapper who says that gay people all have AIDS. Which one it is. Yes. Um, and I wouldn't bring a pride flag there because I wouldn't go. <laughs> right. Yeah, you wouldn't go to that. And so it's like, well, do we need to bring pride flags to you know, show fans of Louis that even though he's done something in the past, like, this is a safe space. And then it's like, why are you here? You know, yeah. that would be the only, I, I just, it's weird. Or if he were actually gay, you would show, yeah. we support that. But then yeah. are people bringing gay Anti pride gay flags? Stuff. Are they bringing gay pride flags to like concert, by, like concerts by gay men? Maybe they are, I don't know. I don't go to concerts outside of, like, Harry and, I guess, Louis now and Beethoven. <laughs> but, I mean, it just, it's strange. And it's in yes. the theater district, that concert was. The theater district. Right. I mean, it's not Montrose, but it's the theater district. So, I don't Well, okay. I mean, thank you for that. Um... If anyone's listening who was contemplating, not feeling super comfortable about it, there you have it. If you feel COVID safe, go. Yeah. Go and enjoy yourself and know that, you know, when Louis thinking the crowd, you're part of that. Like, you are a fan of his. Um, and you don't have any wacky beliefs about who he really is. <laughs> you believe him at his word, you know? Yeah. Uh, so don't, don't let the conspiracy theorists, like, take that joy from you. I know easier said than done, but yeah. you deserve to be there and enjoy yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that was helpful. Because, I like, my fear was just kind of being surrounded by people with pride flags, holding them up and then like looking at me and being like why aren't you doing it yeah where's your pride flag yeah <laughs> why are you dressed in all black with a wash your hands sinners hoodie yeah. on? <laughs> which i was like i feel like i'm dressed the way that louis would be dressed <laughs> For sure. sweatpants and a and a hoodie yeah <laughs> so okay well it was it was fun to um to do this review with you yeah, thank you for the review. So glad you had a good time. Yeah, and we'll be back soon with new episodes. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find supplemental information at anticonspiracist.tumblr.com. That's A-N-T-I-C-O-N-S-P-I-R-A-C-I-S-T.tumblr.com.